Hello, I just want to welcome you guys back to episode two, uh, season one of a podcast that God has led me to do. Um, I just want to thank you guys for all the support that that you guys have given me over the last episode. I know God has, I'll tell you guys, there are, right now there were 25 people who have listened to that episode, and I just want to give a shout out to Dom Plank and Mason Caro for um, sharing the podcast on their stories to to help grow what God has has is is using me for and I just want you guys to know that by you helping spread the things that God is doing through me by by allowing other people to hear the message of God God will bless you guys I have faith I have faith that 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 by you guys stepping out and and putting something up like that and and just spreading the message of God. God's going to come and bless you guys. I have faith. I'm speaking that right now to you two individuals that God is going to bless you guys and help you guys grow in faith. So just stay faithful. But uh I just wanted to thank them and all all the other supporters. I know they're uh Pastor Dave. I know Pastor Dave um ha- has shared the podcast and uh, and a couple people have listened to it. And I just want to uh thank thank Pastor Dave. You guys are very important to me and, and I just want to thank you guys and, and like I said there were twenty five listeners. So I pray that this episode will double out of faith. I'm just I'm just you know, I'm having it in my spirit that, that there will be more listeners this episode than there was last episode. And so uh thank you guys. Um so Today, I'm going to dive a little bit more in the scripture, talk about a couple of things that God has, has been laying on my heart that I believe God wants to, to get out there to you guys, because I know the, the audience of, of, of who God may be speaking to right now, God, God's going God's gonna to speak to you guys. And I want to talk about that, because I do have faith that God's going to be speaking to you guys. And what are you doing with what God is speaking to you? So today... Um, I just want to, also, I, I want to start off by, by letting you guys know what God is doing in my life. Um, there are big things coming up. I just ask that you guys keep me in your prayers. Um, but before I got stationed at, at Dover uh, Air Force Base, Delaware, I had, I had faith that, you know, I joined the military because this is what God wanted me to do. I had faith that, that God is preparing me for what is to come. And so I have faith that, that God is going to be using me and other individuals in one mind and one body to touch the world before God returns. I believe that God is coming back soon. There is no time to waste. There is no time to mess around. There is no time to do what you want to do. No, this is a time of salvation. This is a time of grace. You know, this world is so evil nowadays. So evil. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. But, uh... It's just it's just very wicked, and we got to do our part in saving the lost. We got to do our job as Christians, as men of God, as a body, to 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 save lives. God is coming back soon. God is coming back soon, and I don't want to go to heaven and and see somebody in hell and think that oh man, you know, I could have spoken to that individual. God could have used me if I was obedient to step out and save that lost soul. I don't I don't want to be that guy. And I, I, wanna, I want God to use me. I want the creator who created me to use me like he's using me right now at this podcast. You know, so I just wanted to 
Um, so, so God is going to be, God has given this individual at church a vision. God has given him a vision, and it confirms the vision that God has given me before I uh, joined the military. The vision was that God, like I said, God was going to use me and other individuals to touch the nation before God returns. And the vision that he laid on uh, Jake is um, that we were going to go out in public, and he was going to evangelize. And I have faith that God wants to use me to preach. I believe that God can use me to speak to people. And so, you know, we, we may get together sometimes. Start out little, you know. Start start off with something little. Go to these corners. Go to the mall. Go wherever God le- tells us to go. That's what we want to do. We want to go where God tells us to go. And, and, and he'll be worshiping, praising God. And then, you know, I may be on the side just, just speaking and, 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 and giving people the good news of Jesus Christ. Just just planting seeds, what God calls us to do. And, uh, you know, that that's what God calls us to do. And I have faith that God is going to use us to do mighty things. God is going to use us to grow. And, it, it, you know, his wife had a vision, too, that it was going to start off rocky, rough. It's not going to be easy. It takes faith to do this. But after we get through this rocky, bumpy path on the other side... It's going to be smooth. And I believe that God is going to allow this this uh, mission to to grow and the team to grow to to do mighty things, to travel around the world and do mighty things. And, and I'm having faith that that God is going to do so. I know right now it's not easy. You know, like, like I said last last episode, I know I'm going through a lot right now, but I do have faith that God is going to prepare me, that God is preparing me for something big. You know, I just wanted to uh, to, to share that with you guys. So uh, today I'm going to get a little bit more in the scripture, uh, give a little bit more teaching and, and letting you know um, the things of God and, and how they work. And uh, today I, I just want to talk about if if God is telling you to do something, if God is speaking to you, what are you doing with that? Because I'll tell you right now, I know that throughout this podcast, God is going to be speaking to some of you. And I pray that he's speaking to all of you. I have faith, you know, so I, I just I just want to ask you guys, what are you doing with what God is laying on your heart? I know God's laying something on your heart. I know God is drawing you near. And what are you doing with that? So if we go to 2 Corinthians 6, 1, it says working together with him. Then we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in a favorable time, I listen to you. And in a day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now, right now is a favorable time. Behold, now is a day of salvation. Let me tell you, God is coming back soon. God is coming back soon. So at the beginning of this this verse, it says, working together with him. Then we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. So me, right now, I am working on behalf of God. I'm working together with God by allowing him to use me to speak to you guys. And then Paul says, we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. So right now, God is giving you grace. Right now is a favorable time. God is listening to you. 
God is listening to you in a day of salvation, he is trying to help you. So what are you doing with the words that God is laying in your spirit? There is something in your spirit stirring up. What are you doing with what God is speaking to you about? Are you just going to push it off to the side? Or are you going to step out in faith and draw near to God? Because right now is a favorable time. Right now is the day of salvation. God is coming back soon. You, you don't have time to just sit here and, and, and keep pushing God to the side. I'm going to talk about that later. You know, Because that's a very dangerous thing to do. But uh, you don't want to receive this in vain. If God is speaking to you and you do nothing about it, you are rebelling. If you are understanding and you are receiving what I'm saying, like it's coming from God, you better do something about it. Because if you keep rejecting the grace that God has given you, that's not good. That is not good. And it is in vain. God's grace that he's trying to give you is in vain. And I have faith that God sends a word out. If God is using me to speak to you guys, like I said, I believe that God is going and he is doing work in your spirit. And it's not going to come back void. It's not going to come back with nothing. No, God's word goes out and it's like a double-edged sword, the Bible says. So I know that God is going out and he is speaking into your guys' spirit. But what are you guys doing? With, with the with the precious word of God that is in your spirit. It's not a time to just sit back. To sit back. So actually in 2 Corinthians. It is a letter directed to the Corinthian church. And in this church. There are very wicked people. Very wicked people. And, and God is. And, and Paul is using him to, to speak to this church. Like, they're doing very sinful things. I'm talking like they're sleeping with their father's wife. Who does that? All right, so, so, so what I'm trying to say is, is that God's grace is right now. This is the day of salvation. There's no time to just sit back and, and, and do whatever. Let, let me tell you. Let me talk about Paul, actually. I'm going to talk about Paul. Paul wrote over two-thirds of the New Testament. And did you know, I, I, God saved me. I know that if God saved me, he can save any of you listeners on here. And there may be people out there who'd be like, oh, yeah, well, you didn't have it as bad as me. You didn't go through as much as what I've been through. So how can God save me? Right. But let me tell you about Paul. Paul was a man who before he was saved, his name was Saul. And what he did was he went and killed people like me. Right. Just men of God who, who say they're Christians, who follow the Lord. Paul went and killed Christians, believers of God. And now, look, he wrote over two thirds of the New Testament because when he was walking down a road, God stuck him with with blindness, stuck him with blindness. And and it allowed uh, Paul to just open his eyes and and just realize the things that he had done. So let me tell you, if God has forgiven Paul, God can forgive you. You see what I'm saying? So, and Paul was a very, very wicked man. Killed Christians. It's unbelievable. But, uh, but, but back to what I was saying, I just wanted to, uh, say like when I know God is speaking to you guys and what you guys do with that, that's on you and God, you know, that's between you and, and God. But all I want to say is if you keep rejecting what God is, is, is laying on your guys's spirit if you do nothing about it you are hardening your heart if we go to uh mark 
So if we go to Mark 3, 1 through 6, this is, this, I'm, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about, about, about this scripture I'm about to read. It is a, it has bold letterings above it, a man with a withered hand. So, actually, let me read it first. So it says, again, he entered the synagogue and a man was there with a withered hand. Like this dude's hand was messed up, like weird looking. And they watched Jesus. The Pharisees watched Jesus to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. So these Pharisees were just always out to find Jesus doing something wrong, which is which is crazy. Like they're just, just they're just always seeking a way to destroy him, to to find a way for him to be put to death. And so as Jesus was on the Sabbath, he saw a man with a withered hand. And the 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 Pharisees, the the way it was in the in the Old Testament, and and just the the way they believed it to be, and when what the Pharisees would do is you know on the Sabbath, which is you know our most of our Sundays, is um is a day that they did nothing, they did no work, and if you did work, it was considered a sin, breaking the law. And so these Pharisees was looking at Jesus to see whether he would heal his hand because they called it working on the Sabbath. It's crazy, right? And 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 they would and they would look at him to try to accuse him of uh working on the Sabbath. And so Jesus said to the man with the withered hand, "Come here." So so he walked into the synagogue and he, trust me, God is all known. Jesus Christ is all known. He knows that that them Pharisees are looking to accuse him. Jesus is not stupid. He's God, right? And so he gets in the synagogue and he sees this man with a withered hand. And he says, come here. Come here. And he said to the Pharisees, he said to the ones that he knew was trying to accuse him. He looked at them and said, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good? Or to do harm, to save a life or kill. Mm. But they were silent. They had nothing to say. They had nothing to say at all. And he looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And so this 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 scripture is very important to what I'm trying to tell you guys. Because there can you imagine Jesus Christ about the hate about the heal? A withered hand, a, a withered hand. He's about to he- restore it to be a blessed hand by the Lord. Mm. So these Pharisees are looking at him, trying to accuse him. Can you imagine yourself? Can you imagine yourself standing, looking at the one who created you, the almighty being, Jesus Christ, and trying to accuse him? Can you just imagine how hard their hearts were? They were so hard that it made God angry. And what I'm trying to say is that, well, let me let me finish reading this. So, so Jesus said, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out and his hand was restored. Then the Pharisees went out and immediately, immediately held counsel with the Herodians against him, how to destroy him. They literally watched God perform a miracle, a healing, saving a life, saving a withered hand. And you know what they did? Immediately they went out and tried to find a way to destroy him. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So 
what I'm trying to say is, is that God is speaking to you guys. I know God is speaking to you guys. And if you keep rejecting what God is laying on your heart, if you keep rejecting God, your heart is going to be hardened like the Pharisees. You know, I know that I'll take you back, you know, just the first time God has spoken to you guys, the first time God, you was like, man, I'm, I'm really feeling the presence of God. God is really speaking to me. God is really telling me I need to stop doing this. And you keep on doing it. Your heart gets hardened. So if God tries to come speak to you guys again, the second time, you won't receive it with as much power as the first time because your heart is hardened. You are rejecting God. You are not giving into his ways and you are rejecting his grace. So you are hardening your, hardening your heart. You may not understand it and be like, oh, I'll never go against God. Same thing Peter said, but but what I'm, what I'm trying to say is you do not want your heart to be like this, right? Imagine, imagine your heart being so hardened that God was to perform a miracle right in front of you. And you'd be like, this isn't real. Let me go find a way to destroy or call these guys out for being fake. It's unbelievable. Like, I just pray that, that your guys' hearts won't be like that. And if you want me to be honest... I pray that, you know, I can, I can see that this message that God is using me to give to you guys, I can just feel like it's really convicting some of you. And, and you guys don't even want to listen to this podcast no more. Honestly, that's how I feel it in my spirit. I feel like the, the devil is trying to make me stop making this podcast because it's, it's convicting you guys. It's, it's letting you guys know. It's, it's kind of calling out your guys' sin. But I just want you guys to know that I know God is speaking to you guys. So so do something about it. Just just make a step, make a firm stand and 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 in faith with God. You know, God is God is calling on you guys. God is coming back soon. So so don't just sit there and do nothing about it. it, it this is a time of salvation. Like I said, this is a time to be obedient and step out in faith and and, and live your life for God. Because eventually, like I said last episode, every everything in this earth will pass away. Everything. And actually, also in the Bible, it says, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. That's in Psalms 127, verse 1, I believe. But what, what this verse is saying, unless the Lord builds the house... Those who build it labor in vain. So if you are constantly, so so let me put it this way. Either you do something for God or it's not for God. So what, what I'm trying to say is that everything you do is either for God or not for God. And if you do things through the Lord, it will not be in vain. But if you go out and, and, and you do your things, you, you, you live life your way, it's going to pass away. You need to have God first. You need to put God at the front of your heart, in the front of your mind. And then God will hear you. God will be there. He will guide you. He will build your house. And it will not be in vain. Mm. God is so good. You know, I've, I've, I've came a little bit better prepared for this podcast, just a little bit. Um, I still need to work on um, taking better notes and, and, and just letting God speak to you guys and, and not trying too hard. Um, 
yeah, I just have faith that that God is gonna do mighty things. I just I just pray that that there are some people out there who have received this message. You know, this God is coming back soon. I don't want you guys to not listen to what the Lord is laying on your heart. This this isn't a time for for laziness. The Bible says laziness is wickedness. So if if you're being lazy and and you're not acting upon what God is laying on your heart, it is wicked in his eyes. God don't like seeing that. Um So I I just pray that I get more brothers in in Christ with you guys through this through these episodes. You know, I just actually let me let me give God some praise. You know, let me let me let me take you to um Philippians two nine through eleven. Philippians two nine through eleven. This is something amazing God has laid on my heart. Um I'll try my best to explain it to you guys. Jesus Christ. So whether you want to receive God in your life or not, whether you believe in God or don't believe in God, every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess on heaven, on earth, and under the earth that Jesus Christ is Lord. And Jesus Christ's name is above every name. It's above your name. It's above my name. It's above the dictionary. It's above every single word. It's above cancer. It's above depression. It's above sickness. Jesus Christ's name is above every name in this dictionary too. And so this amazing thing that God has laid on my heart is, you know, earth is so little compared to heaven. So little. The language, the, the words that we have here, I bet is nothing compared to the kingdom of God. God's heaven is is so Jurassic. I bet if there is a dictionary in heaven, it would be from the ground of the earth to the moon. I'm talking that's how many words, that's how many ways there are to express yourself. That's that's how many that's how free you are. You have a way to express how you truly feel towards God, about yourself, just just with others. That's how loving it is. And so what I'm trying to say is that here in Philippians 2, 9, Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. So what I'm trying to say is, Jesus Christ's name is not only above what we see, but above the things that heaven sees, that the angels see. It's above the angels' names. It's above their names. It's above the dictionary in heaven. You know, all the words that are, that are in heaven. It doesn't matter. Jesus Christ's name is above every single name. And this time and the time to come. I don't know about you guys, but that is powerful. Let me tell you. It's it's amazing. God is so good. And, and he's given us power through that name. So why are we not using his name for good? You know what frustrates me? Is people use Jesus Christ as a cuss word. People don't realize it, but something bad happens to them. And, and, and they say, and they use his name in vain. They are using his name as a cuss word. Oh, that frustrates me. They don't realize it. They don't realize it, but, but watch. Keep an ear out. Watch. People will use his name as a cuss word. 
That's so disgusting that the devil has allowed the world or has implemented that into this lifestyle, into our vocabulary, to use his name as a cuss word. The devil is trying to take away the true power, the name that is above every name. There is power in the name of Jesus. But what the devil is doing and he's t- is, is he's taking power away or trying. No, he's not taking power. He's trying to take power away from the name of Jesus. But we need to start using his name with power. If you're struggling with depression, if you're struggling and you feel like you're stuck in your ways, if you're struggling with, with this sinful lifestyle that you can't get out of, you know what? Jesus Christ's name is above it. Whatever you're going through, if you give it to God, God will take it away from you. But you got to give it to him. You got to go to him and you got to give it to him and his name and he will take it away. He will take away whatever you're struggling with. In the name of Jesus, I have faith. I have faith that God will do that. All you guys got to do is go to him with all your mind, with all your heart, with all your soul. And, and God will God will cleanse you. God will take away your addiction, your your problem of cussing, your 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 problem of of surrounding yourself around people that you know aren't gonna help you. You you know what I mean? God will 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 deliver you from that. Actually, uh, I won't talk about that. But uh, yeah, God God is so good. His name is above every name in this time and the time to come. So I just wanted to encourage you guys with that to to draw near to him because God is coming back soon. And I just uh, want to thank you guys. And, and, I, and I thank you guys who have stuck with me to right now to the end of this episode because I know it's a very convicting message. I know a lot of people aren't going to receive this, um, but I have faith that God's going to get it out there. <clears throat> and speak to you guys but this is a time of repentance this is the time of asking for forgiveness this is a time of salvation and you know i just i just pray that 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 the ones who are god's children have stuck through it to the end of this episode have listened to what god has to say to them and and do mighty things god has a plan for you start now start now He's coming back soon. Don't waste your time. Open up your word right now. Go back through this episode and and write down the scriptures that I that I said. Study them. See where I'm coming from. See what I spoke about. Go back and study them. Just dive into the word. Right now is a time of action. You know, you guys need to step forward and and do things. You know, you don't want to live your life in vain. You know, there are people out there. Let, let me say this. I'm a, I'm gonna bring it back. To the scripture that I said, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. There are people who do things throughout their whole life. Just imagine this. There are people out there who do their things, do things their whole life without doing it for the Lord. And this scripture says that unless the Lord does it, it is in vain. And so there are people out there who live their whole life doing nothing for God. And so if you think about that, their whole life is in vain. And what the word vain means, I probably should have said this earlier, but what the word vain really means is waste. You're useless. Like it's a waste of time. Everything you did has no meaning to it. It has no purpose. Now, that's, that's crazy, right? 
And so there are people out there who live their whole life doing nothing for the Lord. And that means that their whole life was basically wasted. It was in vain. It was meaningless. They got nothing from it. Nothing. And so that's that's why I wanted to really um, get the message across about what you guys are doing with the message of God that he's speaking to you guys. Because you don't want it to be in vain. You don't want it to be meaningless. You know what I'm saying? You you want it to have power. If you just brush off God's word in vain, like it is meaningless, you bet that that makes God angry. You're just hardening your heart. It's time to do something. It is time. God searches the heart for those who diligently want to work for him, seek him, and love him. If you aren't going to diligently seek him, and put him first. You're not going to get his spirit living inside of you. God is looking for those that want to serve him. Willingly. God's not going to force you to do it. God's going to speak to you. God's going to offer himself to you. God is there at the door knocking. He is at the door knocking. But if you aren't going to do nothing about it. If you aren't going to let him in. It's crazy. You, you got to let him in. You got to let him in. But only those who love him will let him in. Got to let him in. Got to let him in. Don't, don't let it be in vain. Because you don't want your heart to be hardened like the Pharisees. You, you want to do the things of God willingly. Joyfully. Joyfully. You know, the, the angels in heaven are they don't have necessarily the free will that we have here on this planet we have the option to want to praise god or to live our own life the angels they 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 praise god every day every single day every moment you know they they are living in his presence and we have the opportunity in this world to pursue god or to not pursue god you see what I'm saying? So just what are you what are you doing? You know, do do you want to serve God or do you want to live your life but 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 be punished, you know, but but go to hell after, you know? Me, you know, I want to serve God. I know I could live my life. I can do what my flesh wants to do. But I'm going to serve God because I want to. I'm going to serve God because I want to. And I pray that that you guys do the same. But uh yeah, I just want to thank you guys for listening to this episode. It may have been a little bit longer than the last episode. But uh, I just want to thank you guys who have stuck around and are are there for me and what God is doing. Um, you know, To me, I already see a little bit of progress in the way I'm going about this. Um, you know, I'm trying to be more organized with it. I'm going to have to set you guys up with the, with the intro. Um, so it's not all, you know, maybe awkward when, when the video starts up or, or when it ends, I have like, a, like an outro, you know what? I'll pray right now. So, so God, I just want to sit in your presence, God, God, I can sit in your presence all day. God, just, just experiencing your goodness is something that I can't get from, from anywhere else, God. And God, I pray that you God, that your presence goes to these individuals listening to this podcast. And, and, and you show them your goodness, God, your power. Your presence. How comforting 
how loving, how forgiveful, how merciful, how graceful, how amazing you are, God. God, you are so good. And God, I pray that you speak into these people's lives, that you provide increase, you allow them to grow, get closer with you. Because God, this is what it's all about, God. It's all it's about you. God, it is about you. And God, I pray that you speak to these individuals' lives, to my brothers in Christ. God, that you speak to their souls. And, and God, I pray that there is increase coming from, 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 from now on, God. I pray that they make a, a firm stand that, that they're going to do something about what you're laying on their hearts, Father. God, you are so good. God, you are so good. God, you are so good. God, I know you have a plan. God, you are coming back soon. And God, I want to be a part of, of, of the great revival that I have faith you're going to be uh, doing. God, I believe that you are preparing something big. God, I believe you are preparing something big, God, and I want to be a part of it. God, I don't want to be the guy that isn't ready for you to use. God, I want to be a willing vessel. And God, I pray that you make these individuals willing vessels too, God. That, God, they want to serve for you and they want to make an impact on this world, God, before you return. God, I pray that they want to be used by you, God. I pray for a hunger to, to be stirred up in their spirits, God, to search after you and do mighty things, God. To, to gain knowledge, to gain wisdom, to, to just gain love. God, that's what it's all about, God, is, is loving them more than we love ourselves, God. God, we need to we need to love our neighbors. God, we need to love them. We need to spread the good news. We need to let them know about you before it's too late, God. Because right now is a time of salvation. And God, I just want to thank you for everything that you're doing. Everything that you're doing for um, the listeners and in their lives, God. I have so much faith in you. Uh, we love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I thank you guys for for being here with me and listening. Um, have a have a blessed week in Jesus name.